Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDowell, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. All right. Hey, howdy. Hey, my Brewing brothers and sisters. Welcome to, what is the name of this show? Brewing with Style? With Brewing style. With, with Style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Jamil Show, Brewing with Style. <laughs> Pretty snazzy title. Oh, yeah. Snazzy We're all about old school. Yeah. Here. That was the, the title of the show when... John and I first started oh. the very first show. Oh, we were, we're, you know, oh, we're going to call it Brewing with Style, and Justin was all on board with that. And then we get in there, and he's like, and now I changed it. Justin's smart. And we're like, ah, uh, okay. He knew your name was more marketable. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, it's less pronounceable, but more marketable. <laughs> there you go. It's only one of you. Who's this Zena? The only guy who doesn't need a last name. Mm. Mm. Beer's so, good, man. I love Doppelbach. There is there is that thing about beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always said we wouldn't do a show where we go. Mm-hmm. But, hey, threw that out the window. <laughs> so how's things how's things going? Uh, let's see, uh, John. How's things how's things how's things going with your uh, your lovely family? Uh, my wife's great. My daughter's doing great. Um, growing up, every week's different. Been working on the yard like mad. It's amazing. You move into a house, and my wife and I have this bug. We just cannot not work on the yard. It's like really? it's addiction. Come over to my house, and uh, yeah, I'll come over to your house and let it go to shit like I did mine. Yeah, because he has the opposite problem. Yeah, <laughs> I do the bare minimum. But his brewery's like immaculate. You know, no, no, it's a piece of shit. Too. <laughs> I clean it up when I need to use it. Right, just sort of like uh, I have to get, like get ready a day ahead of time. Because if I get up in the morning and uh, I have to like get everything ready, yeah, I go. Ah, I'm not going to brew today. But if I like the day prepped. before, I kind of get like all the you know the tubing this you know like the yeah. mine's not like a snap fitting thing. It's kind of like you got you got to use a fair amount of uh, Teflon tape to get going. Got to move burners. <laughs> it's kind of like you know you have to take Viagra you know you have to, to get going. Keep it. Yeah, up. I was gonna After say you, yeah, that's the same way with me and having sex. I got to use yeah. a lot of Teflon tape <laughs> to get going. <laughs> yeah, you got to add you know it's a little bit of prep taste. That's not as spontaneous, right? Yeah, you got you like gotta, it to be. You got to take care of some of the leaks. Exactly. Some of the in, unintentional leaks. Yeah. Right. Go to the chiropractor before. <laughs> a little bit of tape, a little bit of a like little bit of pipe dope. You, you know you're not going to be hitting on six cylinder, seven cylinders. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm just happy if I can hit on one. Exactly. You, you, you plan for the worst. How's your ball valve? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's what. A little more tough tape, yeah. a little more Viagra. I'm good. Anyway. I can do this. Right. That was beautiful. My oh, family's yeah. good, though. <laughs> Well, we got out my brothers. Yeah, well, the yards must be yeah, looking we, nice too. We almost outside. had a beautiful segment there. <laughs> we're like uh, we're like Family Guy. We don't. We're not afraid of tangents. No. We, we can go off and never get back. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. This, I, I feel the whole last six and a half years have been a tangent, one after the other. Yeah. We sort of start on topic, but we're not afraid to just 
Uh, say what you know. No, we, uh, That's the fun part. <laughs> oh yeah, if we had to just like teach oh, yeah. a class, oh, oh my god, this this would be horrible. Would be horrible. Would be would be torture. So uh, for those of you who don't like the tangents, well, you're just gonna have to put up with them uh, because that's the only oh, way shit. we can do the show <laughs> is uh, drinking and uh, enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. That's actually why we do it. And if we throw out some beer information while we're doing it, so much the better. some information. <laughs> uh, I think we do do not so bad. No, we do great. Keep telling yourself that. Keep telling yourself that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <coughs> let it let it go. <coughs> Doppelbach. <coughs> yeah, Doppelbach. Just have a swig there, bud. We're doing Doppelbach today. <laughs> He's all choked up over the show already. Oh, getting so emotional. <laughs> He's reflecting on the tangents in the last six years, and yeah, I'm reflecting on this great Doppelbach. Boy, what a what a selection we have here. We've got uh no, yummy. <coughs> several winners. We we actually again, I'm quite surprised that Scott was unable to find the the most readily available doppel box. They I, they're not they're not so readily available, I guess. <laughs> it was three weird. different three different places. Really? Yes. Really. You went to three stores. That's Are you going correct. to stores Damn. to sell beer? Oh man, no! I went to a Halloween party. Store. Uh, ah, man, here's the problem. Damn here's it. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are these? What's up with? Are they not? Uh, they're on the style guidelines, though, aren't they? The, one, the ones we got. Yeah, you got Iingers, um, right? Yeah, right. The Iinger uh, Celebrator. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Stefan, right? Hi, Stefan. Stefaner. Uh, yes. Uh, so what, what would you like to see that isn't here? What would be your number uh, one? Salvador. Uh, Although yeah, Salvador. you know, Celebrator is 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 in there. That's that's really that's really uh, classic. The one with the goat, the Vein uh, Stefaner. The uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Primator, which uh, isn't on the list. I don't know how, uh, uh, but I've had. Uh, other beers uh, from the uh, same company, and uh, they've all been quite good. It's a uh, Czech Republic uh, brewery, Primator, and uh, this is uh, imported in uh, Cameron Park, California, El Dorado Hills, hmm. El Dorado Beverage Company. And uh, they've they've got these uh, other ones. They got like a blonde bock. They got like a, a shorts beer. They've got a couple of different beers. Just fantastic, absolutely fantastic lagers. I'm always really impressed. And this is their uh, double bock, premature double bock, ten and a half percent. It has that taste to ten and a half. Holy mackerel! They've got a bunch of like uh, awards on the label. I don't know. I'm not gonna last twenty minutes. <laughs> Right, right. And then we've got uh, the Anchorbach. Um, and again, uh, you know, we wanted to throw in kind of an American version there somewhere. And that was the only one I could find. It's a good beer. So, there you go. It's right. definitely American. Definitely American, yeah. But those are our, our examples that we've got here. Um, 
and you know n- not a not a bad uh, smattering of, of of those and then we've got uh, John Plisse's uh Doppelbach that he brewed himself yeah it's definitely <laughs> well, not the style though not the style I didn't hit the I didn't hit the target gravity oh what what was your target and what what did you hit uh it's more bachish like 1060 mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I shoot for 1070 that's for my first time using uh, uses a Colch baseball, new malt that more beer carries. Mm-hmm. Just tried it out. I had it, you know, brewed a Colch with love the malt. It's from Cologne, Germany. Mm. And then, um, it's rich and malty. Uh, the only thing is, up against Doppelbox, it ain't gonna. It's not as rich and malty as the Doppelbox. No, no, no. But yeah. it's got a you know, it's, it's good uh, tasting beer. Yeah, you know, a lot of nice clean lager. Mm-hmm. It's Bach. Spiciness, of, yeah. spiciness. I'd, I'd put it more in the Bach category. Same with the the Anchor beer. Yeah. The same more in the Bach category, right? Yeah, the Anchor's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of kind of bitter, actually. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A little over bitter, but anyways, dry finish. Mm-hmm. A lot thinner, kind of roasty. Over but roasty than uh, like yeah, but a lot of melanoid. character. Mm-hmm. A lot of melanoidins. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. a bit of melanoidins, but. Um, not as full and rich as the Doppelbox. But again, it's, you know, Bach beer. It's a Bach. And, you know, a nice beer. Uh, you know, just when you're when you're going up against uh, Doppelbox, you know. Especially 10 percenters. Well, and that's that's the interesting thing. I think, you know, 10.5%, that's unusual uh, for a Doppelbach. Yeah, that's, 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 that's barley that's wine. Big. What's the normal range? It's well, the OG can go up to 1.112. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. So right. They could, so, you could make a 10% beer for sure. Yeah, 7 to 10%. Yeah. But most of the German Doppelbox are going to be right in at around that 7% mark. Yeah, like 1078, 1076. Right, right, right. Hmm. I think that's key, too, just to have that. Cause that's interesting. Uh, you yeah. want you want dryness, but you want that maltiness to be mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. If you go too high, too right. much sugar. It's, well, and, you know, when I was first starting to brew Doppelbach, you know, everything, you know, all those, the, the German ones were, that I could get, those were things that obviously were starting gravity of 1072. Because of the German laws of, you know, the right. different levels of beer, you went 72, then you were in that next bracket, you know, you went below that, you know. Or, uh, so, so you were in 1072. So I was going for 1072. Yeah. No, it's a good, good spot. And then, you know, I experimented with going up and making a, you know, bigger, richer, all that, you know, for competition, things like that. You got to be careful, though, in, in, in a beer like this. I think if you, you know, when you go, oh, I'll just make it bigger and bigger and bigger and I'll do more and maltier and this, and it can be way too much, too heavy, too sweet, too alcoholic, alcohol. too, you know. Lose its drinkability. Yeah. And drinkability, like, like Tasty says, that's critical in every beer style. Right. That's that's what every beer style is about. Yeah, absolutely. Balance and drinkability. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the beer. The beer. Doppelbach is not a sipping beer. I don't think by in most situations it's more of a you right. know, a beer you could drink a pint of. That's where I don't you know, think. I don't think there's any German beer that you wouldn't yeah. serve in like a, a, a <laughs> glass. You yeah. know, Stein. No, they don't have a tasting glass. It's all. <laughs> Right. One liter or two liters. I love right. it. Right, a liter. If if you're if you're uh, if you're a lesser person, you uh, you get the half liter. There's a half liter for the women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here and me for me right. and the the. Oh, you just get a liter. You get a liter of anything. Damn. Know? 
Sure, to me, a beer gets too warm. I don't. I can't drink it that fast, even if it's light. <sighs> I need to go to Germany. You know, it yeah. just slides down when you're in Germany. And oh, yeah? nothing, you're sitting there. Well, you're they in put a beer a, garden. They put a handle in your glass. I mean, you, know, you just like. It just goes. Awesome. You're just like, ah, how do I swallow all that? I mean, my somebody, room? You, somebody asked you, yeah, you drink that much water, you'd be coughing it up and yeah, going, yeah. I can't drink so much. Can't water. drink anymore. Ah, just, I, that, you know, I don't know. Is it electrolytes? Is it some balance? Is it some B vitamins? What is it? It just slides right down. And you feel so good. It's like an old friend. <laughs> oh, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it just makes you feel so good. Can we do a remote show from there? Come on. I think so. We Beer should. Garden. The Brewing Network. I think if I they can afford to give away jet skis, they can afford to about. set us up with a trip to Germany. Well, we'll put a call in to our fine sponsor. Northern Brewer? Northern Brewer. There you go. Maybe Northern Brewer needs to sponsor us a remote from Germany. That's there right. There you go. I think I They think would validate us and themselves. <laughs> right. At least they, they could feel good about themselves. They thinking, should feel good. They do a great three, job. Yeah. Well, four shiftless... Ne'er do well. <laughs> We'd represent well. Yeah, Pathetic well. people to Germany. Get them out of the United States for a while, huh? There you go. We'd be improving wow. the country by sending the four of us <laughs> over to Germany. Improv- <laughs> like a week of yeah. the country, they could play like, that. you know, the IQ of the country rising. Yeah. You know the you know the fartiness of the country going down. <laughs> uh, all those things. It would be fantastic. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. What you should do is go to northernbrewer.com. Check out all their great stuff there. Check out all the wonderful products they have for brewing a great Doppelbach. Mm. Then email them and tell them. Or you know, place your order and tell them, hey, you know, you need to send uh, Tasty and for John and Scott and Jamel to, uh, to Germany mm-hmm. for a remote. I'd settle for going to Minnesota, personally, but, you know, <laughs> Germany would be, Germany. be something different. Be awesome. yeah. In September? Minnesota's September? pretty pretty great, okay. and they got a kind of a German influence going on there, around cool. there, too, so. I mean, that'd be something. Do they have the Hooters? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, everyone at Northern Brewer has Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> you should see them. <laughs> no, thanks. Oh. oh gosh you crack me up all right so uh, let's do this while we take a break you go to the, your computer and uh search out northernbrewer.com and and check out all the great stuff they have there and don't forget to to remind them that they should send us on a remote to uh, germany and uh we'll take a short break and when we come back we'll talk more about doppelbach right after this for nearly 15 years, homebrewers have been served by one place in Michigan where you can buy yourself a serial killer grain mill. Adventures in homebrewing. Did you try all those great Michigan beers at the National Homebrewers Conference in San Diego or Seattle? Adventures in homebrewing delivered. Did you see a great false bottom in your buddy's cooler or brew kettle? Adventures in homebrewing delivered that. And did you see that great custom-built brew stand? Yep, Adventures in homebrewing delivered. Since 1999, Adventures in homebrewing in Taylor, Michigan, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and online at homebrewing.org has been serving home brewers across the globe. Check out their innovative 2.5 gallon keg with metal handles, great homebrew kits, and the fully adjustable Serial Killer Grain Mill. Visit them in Philly for the 2013 National Homebrewers Conference. Not going to make it? Check out all the fun of adventures in homebrewing at homebrewing.org. For a limited time, coupon code BNETWORK will slam 10% off your order. Bam! Adventures in homebrewing. Join the adventure at the Great Lakes Home for homebrewing supplies online at homebrewing.org. And don't forget coupon code BNETWORK for a limited time. Join the adventure 
Adventure today. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. to the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm gonna need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's gonna get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the Home Brewer. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. 
their new SnapLock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're talking about Doppelbach. What is is it with the commercial styles, like having all these horrors, like Salvatore, Terminator? No, I'm just kidding. But uh, you know, you know, they have the OR at the end, the Bahuvator. You know, the (laughs) Celebrator, the Salvatore. You know, what's this OR thing? The Tusher Bahuvator. You know. Yeah, I I had not uh, noticed that one before. It's a random question I had to throw out there, but well, the the Salvatore <laughs> was the, was the first one, and yeah. that was the uh, you know prototypical, and so everybody's kind of jumped on the a tour bandwagon. So it's uh, like their way of staying the style, <coughs> I guess. And yeah, Salvatore, Celebrator, um, Optimator, uh, you know. I guess that's about a consecrator. It's like how Vinny ends his beers with T-I-O-N, right? Yeah, Shins. Yeah. Shun. Yeah. It's just a thing, John. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. <laughs> well, and uh, we were talking during the break about one of our favorites was the Optimator. I think I think uh, that is a great... Uh, that's the you know, one. Drink it by a liter. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a liter at a time beer easily. I don't know why it's further down the list than uh, some of the others, but I think... Um, that is quite a nice beer as well. A liter of that at a time. Yeah. If I had three liters of that, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> probably literally, oh. probably dead. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, the tendency, especially in competition, is to go, for, and, you know, when judging things, is to go for the one that's even more intense and malty. And go, oh, this one's so malty. This one's you know more and more malty. This one's bigger. This one's huger. I mean, look at the uh, Premators. You know that's huge and it's sweet and it's malty and nice beer, but it's you know giant. And you know even the Einger and the Weinstefan are um, you know intensely malty. Uh, you know that that huge melanoidin character, and then. Um, you know, when something like, uh, you know, the Optimator comes along, it's a little more restrained on those things. It's still huge. But, you know, when you drink the liter of it, you've yeah. got all that malt that, that comes through versus drinking just, you know, uh, a 12-ounce bottle of something else. That one, and, and I think there's, you know, there's something lost when everybody shifts towards doing something really intense. I think uh I think you know the consumer loses out. So, you know, I like I like the the optimator for that reason. Right. More to style more reserved but not <coughs> over the top, more approachable for the consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, drinking quantity. Drink yeah, that's, that's same thing. That's same thing I say. <laughs> drinkability. I mean, you want a beer that you can drink a pint of and you know get through it before it gets, you know, too warm basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. want a beer that uh, you know, 6% alcohol or less, you know. 
It's got all this character. I don't know what these what these are, but uh, obviously the ones that we like the best are the, the lighter versions. Right, right. Well, and, uh, I like light. the 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 strong one, the Prima, but uh, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not a beer I could uh, you know drink any any particular volume of. It's more like a barley wine at ten percent. Right. Now, John, why don't you go through the uh, BJCP style for us here on the Doppelbach? Well, you know, Doppelbach is definitely a, a malt-forward lager. You know, it's all about the malt, clean mm-hmm. lager fermentation. Um, you want some toasty notes there. Definitely the melanoins coming from the Munich malt. It's, it's what, usually 50% Munich malt. Um, very little hops. You know, it's all malt-forward. You don't want any bitterness, no hop aroma. It's just there to balance the sweetness. Um the, the interesting part I thought when the guidelines was the the color range, deep gold to dark brown, and I was thinking, well, okay, are you like Maybachish to Doppelbachish? Is that still Doppelbach? I'm um, just throwing that out there for future conversation. Um, definitely long lasting head retention. You know, the the melanoins will give you longer head creaminess from the Munich malt, um, and the older versions will tend to have probably less head retention, but they'll have these hints of uh, chocolate and maybe some more comp- complex esters coming through. And I think those ester profiles definitely complement that style, make it more unique. Um, I think six months for this beer aged is like the sweet spot. Everything seems to mellow. The yeast flock out. It just cleans it up, and the beer is just fabulous at that point. Um, you know, you definitely want alcohol. It's going to be there no matter what, a warmingness. But um, you're looking at like 1070 to 1.1, but I would shoot on the 72 side, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. 7.5% roughly. Well, again, you know, just easier drinking. Yeah, you know. I think, though, for competition... Go a little above? Push it? Oh, it depends on what kind of idiots you're getting judging. <laughs> you know. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> this I just did. <laughs> I'm not going to pursue it. I think I, I, this beer would actually be a great beer to enter into competition, because I don't think a lot of homebrewers even attempt to brew this style. I oh, think yeah? I think your flight <clears throat> will be smaller as far as the people you're going up against. Yeah, but then you get the judges like, well, you know, I, it doesn't burn, so it must not be. That's <laughs> yeah. not smoky. I still think though, judges will know a clean beer if you brew it right, no matter what. Even if it, if, no, if, that's yeah. No matter what they're, if it's burn, if if it's brewed well, I mean, now there's something you know inherent in that that overcomes stupidity. I think <laughs> overcomes the. Uh, well, know, it doesn't mean that they got the it right. I mean, I've had beers that tasted well. Mm-hmm. But they were completely out of style. But it, just because it tasted good, well, that's the right. other it a thing. High number. Yeah, you know, they didn't worry about style. You'll, yeah, you will. You will get these judges where uh, a beer tastes great, but they're against it because of some perceived notion about you know some horrible character that they expect to to find in a beer. Uh, it's like, well, it doesn't taste like you know burning plastic, so it's not Belgian enough, <laughs> right? Right. You give them, you know, just this wonderful beer, and they're like, well, yeah, it is really good, but it's it's, too clean. It's not all fucked up, so it can't be a good example because I, you know, anytime I have one, they're so horrible that that's how I identify. (laughs) They're highly phenolic. Right. And no no style description mentions being highly phenolic. Right, right. It's just what they expect. Like a tire fire. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You know, and that's, you know, any judge that's like, well, you know, this category is so horrible. And that's how I know it's it's a good example when it's horrible. You got to rethink that. If you're if that's your thought process, 
you haven't had a good example of whatever style it is. You're you're not understanding what the style is about. You're imagining that the style is terrible because of something. Hmm. You know, you're you're supposing something on there, and maybe other people have told you that, or you know, people have pointed to something out as being a great example. But I guarantee you, there's no style that's like that. There's no great example of any style that is horrible to drink. It's just not the case. Really? Including Arrogant Bastard? <laughs> no, I'm scared. <laughs> should, we, should we isolate that and send that to Mitch? I don't know. I don't know. He knows I don't like that beer. I, I was, uh, <laughs> I was I, and I'm coming into like the uh, peak brewing season because uh, there's lots of festivals coming up and I like to take home brew to certainly home brew festivals. And then uh-huh. since when I camp at the professional uh, festivals, I like to have home brew in, in the campground and uh, to share and stuff like that. And uh, so I'm going through my old kegs, uh, and I am uh, found like uh, full five gallons of Arrogant Bastard from like batch number two. <laughs> Full five gallons. Do you of, have any from the batch where we all said I, it was cloned? I, I think I dumped that today because I, I needed oh, the cake. Oh, my God. <laughs> we all said it was cloned, for God's sakes. Well, That's it, why well, Tasty well, then, it. then it was. We'll go back and edit that where I voted it wasn't. We'll just cut that out. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have let you go down that road. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this is it. And you like, not ah, everyone. No. no, everyone but you. <laughs> everyone, go back to that. There were six people in the studio. Five of them said, yep, that's exactly it. Oops. And you fucked it up. <laughs> it's your fault. I went the wrong way. Now, and it's down that drain. damned us to hell. It's just for the record. And, you know, this is like the epilogue for the Can You Brew It show. There's no way we were ever going to get that clone. Mitch is going to look at our recipe and go like, that's not it. No, Mitch, Mitch, huh? no, no, no. He would taste the beer and he'd go like, really? yeah, I consider that cloned. No, no, he'd wait, no, he'd want no, to see he the would. recipe. He would, no. He, he, so, okay. Mitch, Mitch is like Jesus. Would Jesus, like, you know, lie to you? No, Mitch or? is, no, well, I understand that. He's a very honorable guy. Yeah. And but, if he tasted something and, and he, and it was, he felt it was like within spec, he'd tell you. Okay, so he, oh, okay, so he would say, oh, uh, this is it. You guys nailed it. Yeah. And then so here we say, okay, here's the recipe. And he go, well, that's not the recipe, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. boy, that, it, it sure turned out that right, way. Right, so that's that would be our... But he would not go back on... No, that whether it was... He'd clothing. be like, you you brew that and it, it, the same way Tasty did, and sure well, enough, that's going to that's right. gonna make you a clone. Right, but if... if I guarantee you. If the recipes weren't exactly the same, Mitch then you would say it's my process. Mitch wouldn't back backpedal on anything. No, I know he wouldn't, but we would we would have kind of an issue there because we really wouldn't have the recipe. We would just have a combination of a I think, recipe I think what would be, and my what process. What we saying to Mitch is, hey, Mitch, you can simplify your recipe. Yeah, Here's just make it this way. <laughs> hey, I think my, ours might you be better. Save you a little bit on specialty malts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. There we go. Yeah, I'll come by and give you a few tips. <laughs> yeah. We should have had to brew that. No problem. Yeah. You guys should see the chat room. They are blowing up about the arrogant bastard. They love that. <laughs> they can't get enough. I've heard half people like it, half the other half hate it. So that's I'm the I'm the half that it doesn't not a big hey, fan. Hey Taste, don't throw any beer away, man. You know, oh, I'm, man, I'm right, right down, down the, the street drain. from you. Right Seriously, I'll glug, glug, I'll, glug. I'll, I'll 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 drive to your house, pick it up. I just uh, I mean I yeah. only I, I have a hard t- enough time okay, finding I, time I, to I love I love a fresh arrogant bastard on draft. Ah, oh, that's, that's well. Tasty. I could see maybe that situation, but 
most of what I I see is on in bottles. Well, there there you go. Is it past the oh my no, god no, date? No, 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 no. The beer's fine. It's just <laughs> just to me, it's kidding me, date. <laughs> too much annoying crystal malt in that beer. It's too, too arrogant. Too arrogant. Yeah, take some. Of the You're arrogance. not worthy. Apparently, That's, you are not worthy. I like drier. You know, you like a little Budweiser. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. You know what I mean. <laughs> I like Paps. I need. Uh, oh, I'm at a gift with a. All right, well, I shouldn't have told you that sad story about dumping beer. God, you guys are all upset about. It. <laughs> it's not sad to you, apparently. A heartless. No, I'm glad I got the clean cake. Jeez. There's thirsty children in the Brewing Network studios. I did. Uh, I dumped <laughs> yeah, like ten gallons of beer today. You're letting them go thirsty. Yeah, you won't donate a dollar a month, and you won't give the beer. Right. Jeez. There's always a fresh beer to take its spot, which I dropped in two uh, five gallon kegs. Of uh, Janet's Brown into this. That's and will we get any of that? No, I don't think so. Never. Only if you go to the Southern California Home Brewers Festival or Boonville. I'll be doing a dual service this weekend in two different uh, portions of California. This is going to go both ways. If Scott uh, lets me drop my kick Swinging. off on Friday morning and he takes it up. Oh, I'll, I'll let you drop it off. It's will I drink <laughs> oh. it before we get in the car. Oh, yeah. Will you even there. take it there? That's the question. Uh, I'll have to advertise it's going to be there. So where are we in the show? Oh, what time is it? Uh, I've time's up. Lost track. Are we done with the show? We're done. Did we did we cover everything already? All right. So I'm <laughs> I'm you know we, we talked about the primator a little bit and you know big sweet. I think if it finished a little drier, I'd really like that. Yeah, just maybe five percent drier. It's it, just borderline. Too. It finishes yeah. quite sweet. Yeah. Um, but that John makes me not here. want to go back to it though because of that sweetness. I don't I don't consider that beer drinkable. I agree. That that needs to go down the track. As it warms up, it gets even sweeter. John, I really like your Bach. Thanks. Yeah, it's a great Bach. Are we picking our favorite one here? Or? No. No, just talk about it. I like the Vahesh Definer. I think it's the cleanest. doesn't have this little funky aroma from the anger. I like agree. Again. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a, that beer's the style. And that's, that's the chosen one. <clears throat> It's, uh, it's got a sweetness to it, though. Yeah. But not like the... I don't know. Once you go in there and you go up the, go up the ladder to the Prima, and then you're like, Dude, nothing else is sweet. Uh, <laughs> My palate's shot. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do this. Uh, I have no idea where we're at, so we'll take a short break. And when we come back, hopefully we'll be back on track with this show right after this. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. Hop Tech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And Hop Tech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. 
Grog Tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ugh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some grog tags, dude. Grog tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. Tonight is the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My doctor, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha <laughs> Yes, J.P. Gore, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to Enjoy it, right? Don't be silly, JP. We have beer to brew. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer when it spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at 7,000 pounds. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouth food. Capital, capital. That's just a crazy dream. Or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of superior customer service and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. 
Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that Brew Builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's brewing with style. All right. All right, we're back. Um, Scott, your favorite Doppelbach. I agree with Blise for sure. Uh, my favorite was the Weinstefaner. All right. Tasty? Uh, yeah, the Weinstefaner. Uh, John? My Weinstefaner. <laughs> uh, just because you all said that, I'll go iron. So there. <laughs> Well, it wasn't a long second. It was still the minority. Was I was, you know, <laughs> deciding between the two. Right. Oh no, I, I, had, I, I had those two really close. Yeah. Yeah. The malt profiles are so similar. Right. Yeah. There's just a slight, slight difference. I think the Iyengar finishes a little drier. But once you said soy with Iyengar, yeah. uh, I was like, no. There it you is. know, when you get a huge melano- a lot of melanoidin character, it can taste. It can. They have the aroma and flavor of soy sauce. So I mean, what do you think? 100. percent It's redolent of soy sauce <laughs> and lilacs and lilacs with flowers and rose petals. The Einger had too. It had a little vegetal quality. It tasted like artichokes uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. So that that put it out of contention. The, the Weinstefaner again to go back to the word clean. It just tasted the cleanest. It was the beer I would want to drink a pint of. And there you have it, <laughs> winner. There you have it, beer. Beer. Right. I, um, I was impressed with the whole. Flight of beers, anchor wasn't uh, even the anchor and um, your beer, John. I think uh, you know we're talking about more Bach territory instead of Doppelbach territory. Yeah. Definitely well, Bach. and and what do you what did you use in yours to uh, get that that rich malt character? You were saying Kolschmalt, yeah, Kolschmalt from Cologne. Apparently. Some uh, some Munich malt. Munich. You used some some Care Munich. Yeah, and all middle fruit hops, all the towel, all the way through. Very classic. I think it's easy to make a, yeah. uh, you know, a, a Doppelbach recipe. You know, some some Munich, some uh, Kara Munich, 
some good pilsner or Kolsch malt in this case, and I think you're you're on your road. You know, uh, some good uh, German hops. There you go. Did you use calcium chloride? McDowell's water fan, but uh, you didn't up the chlorides. They want up the chlorides. I tend to do that on all the German beers I brew. Interesting, just, just to soften the water a little bit, or make it more uh, the malt profile a little softer impression mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it was interesting though, like brewing lagers can be a little stressful when you go to ferment them because I mean I didn't have Croizen for three four days and you know as a brewer you're like oh man but it, like you always say mm-hmm. doesn't mean there's nothing going on because mm-hmm. there was fermentation you could see a fine layer of bubbles you know mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's not going to look like an ale no mm, yeah it took off at four days five days and then it was ripping man mm-hmm. and I left it in the primer for six weeks mm-hmm. and cleaned up really clean and do you raise the temperature at the end or let it uh-huh. naturally rise? I did uh, four weeks at 50, 52, and then I did a week at 54, 56. Mm-hmm. And then I crashed it back to 50. Mm-hmm. And then I kegged it. Mm-hmm. It's the bright tank. Yeah, one interesting thing about lagers is um, if you, you need to be careful about uh, lowering the temperature too rapidly because if you <clears throat> go from a higher temperature down to, you know, like below 40 rapidly, the yeast actually express, and this I guess happens with ale yeast as well. They express their all their estery uh, compounds or ester uh, precursor compounds much more in, in a greater volume if you crash them fast than if you lower the temperature slowly. They actually retain a certain percentage more. I, I, there was a study. I don't know if it was like 30% or 50% more estuary if you lowered the temperature quickly. I used to be, ah, just crash the temperature. Yeah. But since I saw that, I, I went over to, uh, you know, just lowering the temperature slowly. Like 10 degrees in a day, 24 hours? Oh, what do they say? Like, uh, you know, a half a degree C, so one degree F per hour or something like that. Okay. That's a good tip. That's... I'll remember that. Cause I'm usually crashing yeah. well. pretty fast. Yeah, that is fast. Yeah, I throw that into the general general category of don't stretch the yeast because when you do, yep. they, they put out weird flavors. So yep. yeah, that could be. That's yeah, there's lots point. of ways to stress it. That, yep. That's another way, I guess. Temperature stress, you know, up and down. nutrient stress. Yeah, yeah, up or down. Right. Um, they also, uh, you know, these heat shock proteins. They'll do that as well. Like you know, people ask about pitching uh, yeast into you know colder word or hotter word. Um, either way, they express these, what they call heat shock proteins, even if you're going into cold work, you know, something like 10, 20 degrees colder, boom, you know, the, these are trying to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of effort on this and, um, you know, you're kind of jacking up your yeast. <laughs> never heard of that. There you go. Yeah. I remember Dan Gordon had a great tip about diacetyl rest. You know, he never goes above four degrees above his original fermentation mm-hmm. temp. And I don't, I don't know, it was years ago, but... I always stuck to that rule of thumb. Don't do your DRS more than four or five degrees or re- above your original temperature. Because I think then you start to produce too much esters, which I would believe to be the case. Really? Because the or, ester, or, ester production is really determined early, early on. on huh? The first 95% of the yeah, fermentation. That's true, huh? Maybe well, you dry it out too much then. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Dan says things that sometimes I, I just don't understand. Um, all right. Uh, questions in the chat, and and I'll tell you what you've already determined who the first question you're going to ask, right? Indeed. And I'll tell you what, 
So whoever is asking the first question, if you if you listen live to the show, which you can do, and uh, you can participate by clicking the chat now button, uh, the first uh, question asker person there is going to get a copy of uh, Brew Your Own Magazine's 30 Classic Styles magazine special issue thing, which mm-hmm. is from my style profile column. They uh, I write it every issue, and they took 30 of the best ones. Which must have been pretty hard to find thirty of the best ones. I think it would be like three copies, three recipes. <laughs> uh, they put it thirty together, and uh, we've got a few copies to give out. And uh, plus, it's got a nude centerfold in there of you, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. That's why it had to be. That's tri- where you sign. That's why it had to be trifold. Signing really, along here. really didn't uh, miss you know, anything. Yeah. yeah, didn't want to miss anything. <laughs> but you'll sign it for it for him too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. It's trifold. It's only an inch wide, but it's trifold. <laughs> it's trifold, yeah. Scott, when's the brewing number counter coming out with all this? With uh, with 12 uh, naked pictures and then that of, one of Jamil? Big, or there just all the BN crew and then that it's one just centerfold. various angles of my junk. My junk, and I'm doing like the, the cheeseburger, you know. Right. We'll have it for 2014. Okay, go. perfect. All right. So, um, this week's maybe winner. I'll be blind by then. Or dead. I hope. Uh, this week's winner oh. is uh, Tom from Raleigh. He said, uh, what's the deal with the name Doublebach used by Sam Adams and others versus Doppelbach? In Tom from Raleigh's opinion, the German name should be used. What does the Pope think? I don't give a, give a shit. It's a zero on the opinion meter. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, they they can do whatever whatever they want. I mean, they, they don't have to even call it Doublebach. They could just call yeah, it, call you know. It, uh, big brown beer. Yeah, what, <laughs> I like that one. They give it whatever name. They call it Jans Brown. Hey, they can't oh, call it that. Wait a minute. They whoa, call whoa. it whatever. Trade, that's trademark. They can't. They can take any name they want except a trademark name. I'll I'll rephrase Tom's question. Okay. I'll if if you were if Heretic was to put out a Doppelbach, would you call it oh, a Doppelbach? Probably not. Uh, well, would if I had to choose between two names, Doppelbach or Doublebach? I'd go oh. doppel. Absolutely. Okay, so let's say I'm with them on that. Don't choose any. I mean, just you, you have free reign. What are you calling I'd, it? I'd choose something else. I I'd have some stupid name like um, you know, grandma's cousin, yeah. <laughs> right. evil grandma, <laughs> evil grandma. I'd, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd have all these. We, we got all these. Uh, you know, other names. Which you can't say right now you know, because doppel, doppelganger they're, they're really or something. Doppel- I'd, I'd, I'd do something like that. Yeah. I like that. That would be what we do. All right, Tom from Raleigh, send me an email, scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Next question is from MI6OP. He said, uh, how do you handle a Doppelbox stopping at 1.027 gravity after ferment? I have to chime in here. Yeah? When I first brewed a Doppelbox, I freaked out back like 10 years ago. And Jamil, I was like, Jamil, it's at 10.22, 10.25. It's not not done. It's not finished. What do I do? He said, how does it taste? And it was done. It tasted great. And keg it up. That's probably award winner, and it did what it did. Place there, you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that's not necessarily it depends on what it started at. Um, what did it start at? Um, why don't you message me back, uh, MI six, and uh, let me know what it I mean, started if it, at. If it started at you know one one two yeah. or something, like that, <laughs> then done ten twenty seven. Wow, you really cranked that thing down. Um, it depends on how sweet it is. You know, Tasty and I we did uh, Tasty brewed some beers. You know. Some finishing higher, some finishing lower, and the, the ones finishing lower were sweeter. Yep. He yeah, says so 1.070. 1. 1.1070. 1. 1070. 1070. Yeah. Oh, wow. I like to say it the more. long way. 
yeah, you know. still gone. Yeah, I'd want that to be like in the eight, eighteen or so. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a little high. But it, it it's true how it tastes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, tastes. I mean, these beers are made to be malty. They're the process. You know the mm-hmm. whatever typically step mashed, right? Or, or well, and you know when it's non carbonated, you know imagine it's going to be a little drier, a little sharper, a little more bitter than when you're tasting it out of the fermenter. Let's say he doesn't like it. What would you? What would he do? Ah, uh, throw it out, brew it again. That's that's always been my motto. Really, but, dump it? Yeah, yeah. Fuck that! Don't waste your time on bad beer. If it's bad, throw it away. Just brew some more. That gives you another opportunity to brew, and if you perfect it, then then it's like you've perfected your technique as well, and and now you can replicate that. If you are correcting weird things in weird ways, then eh, what have you learned? So uh, repitching with a combination of uh, whiskey, yeah. whiskey yeast, and Beano. It's going to make mess up the ah, beer. You're saying, Jesus, right? why are you wasting Bino. your time? Yeah. You know, I, you can. I mean, you do stuff like that. I, you know, pitch an active starter or something else and raise the temperature. You know, um, you know, go up to sixty degrees, active lager starter. And, uh, you know, see if you can't drive it down some more. Okay, let's do uh, one more quick one uh, before the break. Another one from a Neckbeard Beer. He says, uh, what uh, temperature do you ferment this style at? And I said, this meaning what style in general? And he said, yeah, just in general, you know, can you get it going a little warm? You can. And there's a whole thing about... um you know, starting a warmer, dropping the temperature down, fermenting it, you know. I'm 100% against that, personally. I always believe in starting your fermentation colder and then letting it rise from there. And I, I, I you know, regardless, I think that that turns out better. But, hey, you know, um, people, I'm sure, have proved me wrong numerous times on that. But, um, you know, a lot of your fermentation flavor is determined from that early growth phase and uh, having you know minimal growth or you know not as excessive growth and real healthy yeast and all the nutrients and oxygen things like that and then going up from there and making the yeast more active that you have i think it turns out a little bit better a little cleaner but um yeah you can start warmer pitch you know Less yeast, start warmer, get more growth, and cool it down. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't do that. So you'd want to hear your target temp though in twelve hours. That's yeah. It's <laughs> counterintuitive to to me to put the yeast to sleep. I mean, you put them in there and then you decide okay, time to start hibernating. Active and then you're cooling them down. Yeah. When they're when you need them to be active and. You're more you're putting them warm when you want them to be a little less active. Yeah. So it's easier to to work when you've got lots of sugars to work with. So that's why I think it's just better to do it cold when it's all available in the yeast. Or, right. Like you're pointing out, though, you need to have a proper size pi- uh, starter when you when you pitch cold. Like a, mm. you know, a lot bigger than you probably think. You have to use a what is that thing, the Mister Multi Calculator to uh, to check it out. But yeah, you got to make sure you make a good a large. Uh, pitch when you're going to uh, pitch cold all right there you go thanks to the chat room for the questions all right let's take a short break when we come back we'll wrap up right after this 
All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew homebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit austinhomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, austinhomebrew.com. to the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the Home Brewer. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like AHA member deals that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and Easy. Zymergy for tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love, and access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. 
Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Ah, Tim, huh? Getting tired of that same old handcrafted beverages day after day? Are you looking for something with more diversity than your normal beer? Fellow BN Army member Michael Fairbrother, owner of Moonlight Meadery, is reviving an entire beverage category. Mead! The meads at Moonlight Meadery are all handcrafted from the finest honey on the market and are perfect for any occasion, like weddings, baby showers, or... Excuse me? Mead is not your average girly drink, mister, and Moonlight Meads can be enjoyed anytime, anywhere. Football games with the guys. Yeah. Barbecues with the guys. Yeah. Operating power tools with the guys. Yeah. Um, actually, sir, that's really dangerous. Good point, son. Next time you have something to celebrate or are just looking for a new tasting experience, pick up a bottle of mead from Moonlight Meadery. Now in 21 states, making over 60 varieties of mead from dry, semi-sweet to sweet. Break out of that craft beer low. Grab a bottle of Moonlight Mead. Can't find some? Then ask. No, make that demand some. Yeah! Where do you go for all the stuff you need to brew? Homebrewstuff.com, of course. In their Boise, Idaho storefront and warehouse, they have more than 750 craft beers and 8,000 square feet of homebrew products in stock. The staff at Homebrew Stuff are homebrewers themselves. They try out just about everything, including the beer, so they can answer your questions knowledgeably and correctly about brewing, kegging, and anything else you might need to ask. Don't live near the Homebrew Stuff store? Visit homebrewstuff.com online and take advantage of their $7.95 domestic shipping available on most orders. Homebrewstuff.com is a proud sponsor of the AHA, NHC, GABF, and countless other acronyms. So if you're a homebrewer looking for great people, a great selection, and great deals, head to homebrewstuff.com online or in person. Visit their YouTube channel for loads of free how-to and product videos. All of the stuff you need to brew. Homebrewstuff.com now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back with a segment I like to call You Gotta Drink This. <laughs> Changes every episode. Or You Gotta Drink This Shit. Or You Gotta Buy This Shit. I don't know. One or the other. And before this day, you know, <laughs> before the scary day. Scary <laughs> Well, and what I've come up with uh, this time is uh, Eyinger Altbergsch Dunkel. And it's a Munich Dunkel. It's a, a classic example. I would guess that has got to be the number one example of uh, Munich Dunkel in the BJCP style guide. If it's not, I can't think of a better example of the style. And it's one of my favorites. It's, it's a beer that... Um, when I was uh, learning about all the uh, 
BJCP Styles. I picked up a bottle of this at the at the shop and uh, just fell in love with it. Uh, great malt character. It's got like malt character like a Bach or Doppelbach mm-hmm. and rich melanoidin, uh, but much drier, easier mm-hmm. drinking. Uh, you know, at a, at a normal, it's got kind of a, a bit of a, a hot bitterness and uh, almost a, a bit of a hot flavor. And this this example seems fairly fresh and uh, clearly approachable nice. session beer. I mean. This is yeah, it's really highly drinkable and year-round beer right here. This is like always on tap, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is what got me into brewing and, and trying to perfect uh, the uh, uh, Munich Dunkel uh, category, and it's it's quite simple and quite tricky to to brew. Uh, you know, hundred percent Munich malt, other than just a little bit of like Carafa Special for color. And then that's it. That's it. The Einger yeast. And then flawless execution of your brewing process and fermentation. And there you go. You have it. That's it. It just needs to be flawless. Home run right there. And there you go. It's, you know, uh, choosing the right Munich. uh, You know, you can go real dark Munichs. You can go lighter Munichs. Uh, I I, I always went, you know, mid-range, 8 to 10, love. And uh, turned out quite nice. So uh, my question for you guys is: uh, Is this is this a, a winner, Scott? You, you call this a winner? Yes? No? Yeah, I like it. It's maybe it's just my palate from the the beers we had uh, previously, um, but I get some smokiness, and like you guys said, it's it's really sessionable. It's very pleasant. I would buy it. Buy it? Yeah, a lot of a lot of, a lot of Munich character. I mean, it's yeah. a huge Munich. If if you want to know what Munich malt tastes like. Get yeah. yourself a bottle of this. That's what Munich malt tastes like. And you might find yourself using Munich malt in a lot of recipes. Right. In in smaller portions. <laughs> yeah. Do you so think this that, is essentially 100% Munich. Do you think that might be what uh, is imparting that smokiness I'm picking up on, or is it not even there? Smokiness? I don't get smokiness. But you don't get that? I don't, maybe get, I don't get smokiness. Hmm. I mean, could you get smokiness from a hop aroma? Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was that hit a crack you had before you came back up to the studio. Usually it doesn't affect anything. Okay. Right. There you go. Right. Just supposing. John, what's your take on it? You, you call this uh I'm surprised how fresh is this it is. a win? It's a win, yeah. No, it's, there you go. It's a home people, run. people should go out and get this? Absolutely. Yeah. Tasty? Yeah. It's a great beer. I can see it uh, being handy to have in certain uh, food pairing situations where mm. you want something that's, you know, right, right, right. malty but not real big, you know. Yeah. And... Uh, It'll let you know. It's pretty light in flavor, but uh, especially after these doppelbachs. Yeah, but I, you know, I could see like a, you know, like I could see it in you know, like a German, like high, you know, like a lightly seasoned dish, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, like a strudel or something like that. It'd be, mm-hmm. be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could drink a liter of this right now. Yeah, I could. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It just with a know, straw. Just go to bed with it, like in your belly. You're, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, all right, so. And of course, Thanks, I think it's a winner. Oh, I think yeah. you do have to Again, have Again, yeah. four out of four. I, I, I tell you. Uh, I think I get this uh, got down. segment uh, <laughs> locked up here. Maybe. Or maybe we just, when the Pope's in the room, you kiss right. his ass. You, you know? kiss his ass, and there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, and then you create matter, sin when he leaves. Better to me That's either right. way. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day. I could, you know, I've, I here I want to be like flying the private jet, you know, the supermodels, all that stuff. And uh, he told me, well, someday, you I'm sure that's what you'll have. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not sure if that's what I'm going to perceive in my mind 
while at the same time I'm actually sitting there in a pile of my own filth with nobody there to change my colostomy bag. (laughs) But in my brain, I'm imagining, yeah, I'm living the lifestyle. (laughs) And I'm just, you know, my shit running down my leg. Colostomy bag. Right, like if anyone ever says, you know, they only uh, like you because Mike. you're Jamil, you know, you're uh, right. running down your leg. They only right. like you because you're Jamil. You go, yeah, that's right. Even better. That's right. It's, right. Good, it's a good thing I have coping skills. You're, you could be depressing me. Right. 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 Coping skills. <laughs> hey, he's not far from the colostomy. Then. Well, yeah. you know, maybe so. <laughs> you know. But that's the thing, you know. Things are working right now, but you never know. I guess as long as you're... And Warren was asking me, he's like, how do you know that you've succeeded at Heretic? And I said, well, you know, when when you've you've taken a big nasty shit and it's smeared all over your ass, it's like, when I call for my assistant to come and wipe my ass with a nice warm towel, maybe a little bit of aloe on it, you know. (laughs) Don't forget the aloe. (laughs) Yeah. Then I know I've made it. Then I know that I've really, really, you know. And he goes, well, you may have that anyways in a few years. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, I'll be. Does Warren know he's the guy that's going to be doing that? I'll I'll be be old, living in the home, you know. Oh, I see. It's all you're going to end up anyway, right? I don't think they'll use the aloe, but, uh, you know. And and his thing was like, well, you know, as long as in your mind you believe that. You've that's all arrived. that matters, really. That's all that matters. Yeah, I'm that's like, hey, yeah, well, there you go. That's true. You've arrived. <laughs> I've, I've arrived. I'm there. I'm there, yeah. I, I, I said, as long as I've got the uh, the uh, AW money, the ass wiper money, um, then I'm good. I like the Jamil like two hours ago, and then the Jamil <laughs> after the shows. <laughs> that's when I know he's arrived. After, after ESBs, barley wines, oh, yeah. Or, I mean, duffel walks. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Topped off with your favorite dunkel. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm exactly the same as as at the beginning. Yes, I, maybe yeah. I've become a little more attractive, a little funnier. Nonetheless, we don't let you do three shows a night. I just created right. sin. Two's a limit. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I'm held to a limit. All right. So we we got anything else uh, to wrap up here? Uh, no. Yeah, we. I think we covered everything. There's more information than we need. You know, they're only wiping your ass because you're Jamil. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting in a giant pile of filth. I know that. Yeah. By yourself. By myself. <laughs> Not a not a single soul around. No, that's right. Peter's <laughs> looking down and you be like, uh, "Don't forget to send your beers into the show. Uh, look, there you at, go. look at the schedule on the uh, on the website. On the website. All, Plus, they there's got, a they got uh, the next month on the website. They got the full schedule on the forum. On the forum. And uh, you know, send in your commercial or homebrew examples. Talk to Scott at the Brewing Network. Uh, he schedules it all, and we won't take everything. But if you happen to have the best beer, hey, you're in, you're in the running for that jet ski. I'm telling yeah, you, that's right. It's a sweet jet ski. Blue. Blue. Slow, silver racing stripes. It's parked Aqua down blue. here Aqua in blue. the river. Parked down here in the in the creek. Uh, it's covered in oil and uh, and Martian jizz, but uh, it's all right. <laughs> if you want to support fine prizes like that, you will check out the uh, Brewing Network store. Uh, pick up a hat, some glasses, some other books, things like that, and all that goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network. Till then, Bruce Strong. And open. 